Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, October the 8th of the 27th week of the year. Our reading this morning is a continuation of St. Paul's letter to the Galatians that we have been reading for the most part this week. And uh, this will be the last uh, reading from Galatians for a while. On Monday, we will ship to the other great uh, letter concerning the issue of those who have taken on Christ in St. Paul's great letter to the Romans. But in our reading this morning from Galatians chapter 3, verses 22 through 29, Galatians 3, 22 through 29, we continue uh, our discussion of the importance of faith, the old law, the law of Moses, that has been, again, perfected. It's been, been completed in the person of Christ. Remember the great transfiguration of Jesus on Mount Tabor with the apostles, Peter, James, and John. And Jesus is transfigured and stands between Moses representing the law and Elijah representing the prophets. And Jesus is the fulfillment and completion of the law and the prophets that were promised to Abraham and his descendants, that there would be a redeemer, a Messiah sent to complete and perfect and bring about salvation. And that exactly what takes place in the person of Christ from the cross. It is the blood of the cross. It is the cross and resurrection of Christ that reconciles us to Almighty God, forgives our sins, and washes us of our guilt so that we can be once again heirs, inheritance, is the very kingdom of God. And so St. Paul says this morning that what is the purpose of the law? Why, why do we have a law? He said law is a constraint. It is a, a barrier. It is a boundary. No trespassing. Don't engage in this. Avoid that. You must, should, ought to do this. So it is a constraint and a barrier, but it's also a helpful guide. This is not to say that all law is useless. It is to say that it's not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. And its means is that it guides us in our beginning process of learning but when we grow up and mature, uh, we no longer need the law because we have integrated into ourselves that level of maturity whereby we know, we know in the depth of our being, right from wrong, good from evil. And we follow. We follow in freedom, not because we're compelled to, but because we want to and desire. 
And so Paul says that law is there as a constraint on sin. Sin is a reality in our life. And sin, and, and sin is there and must be restrained by law. But the fulfillment, but, but law can never fully restrain sin. It is only Christ and the cross. And it is faith. Paul says, before faith came, we were under the constraint of the law, locked in until the faith that was coming should be revealed. We were under the law. The law was good. It had its function, its purpose. But now that Christ has come and has been revealed as the Son of God, the Messiah, we are no longer under the monitor, under that, uh, that ankle bracelet of the law until Christ came to bring about our justification through faith. The justification is through faith. And in that faith, we act according to love, as Christ love, a sacrificial, faithful love, all done not because we have to, but because we want to. And we know the difference in our own lives when we want to do something or when we have to when somebody does us a favor, if you will, or somebody does us a good, and they do it because they have to, you can just see it in their body language, in their attitude, in their demeanor. And then when someone really wants to do it out of love, out of friendship, out of the desire to help, there's just a whole different atmosphere and tone. And so when we walk in faith, following Christ, we live, we live that life of goodness and of virtue because we want to, not because of fear of punishment, but because of the desire to return to God what he has given us and shown us in Christ, his unbounded love. And he says, now that faith is here, we are no longer under the monitor's charge, that is the law. He says, each one of you is a son and daughter of God because of your faith in Christ Jesus. That, which, that is what makes you a son and a daughter, faith in Christ. All of you have been baptized into Christ. It's through your baptism that you are in that relationship with Christ. Uh, so clothe yourself with him, put on Christ. And he said, there does not exist among you, Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female. All are one in Christ Jesus. In other words, Christ came to free all human beings. All of those other things that divide race, creed, color, national origin, socioeconomic status, all of those things that divide us, those things mean nothing because our baptism makes us a new being, a new creation. And Christ came to save all people, all people. Furthermore, if you belong to Christ, 
you are descendants of Abraham because Abraham, remember, is the great uh, figure in the Hebrew scriptures of faith. He acted on faith. And you inherit what was promised. You are heirs of the promise. The promise God made to Abraham is the same promise that we receive fulfilled and realized in his son, Jesus Christ. So we are not to go back to the old monitor, the old restraints of the law as a kind of duty and just walk around in a kind of, well, I have to obey. But it's because we want to respond to God's love for us. It is something we freely give as God freely gives of himself in his beloved son, Jesus Christ. So let us each day, each day, live in that freedom that comes from faith in Jesus Christ. Let us live our baptism, walk wet in our baptismal waters, whereby Christ has made us free. And then we will lovingly obey Almighty God, not because we have to, but because God, who first loved us in Christ, we may return the gift of each day in love to the Father, with glory, praise, and thanksgiving through the Holy Spirit for the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ and the cross. God bless you.